So it's so good to be back. You know, for, I know my, my husband, my honey bunny, is going to want to do great accolades over all of you and, and whatever. So I'm just going to let him do that rather than climb that ladder first, okay? But we're so proud of everybody in this house, from our lead pastor to the pastors to the elders to all, all of you. Because without you, this house don't, re don't remain. Amen. Now, y'all don't get spiritual on me. You know what I mean. Jesus is it. He's the foundation. But I'm so excited about being here again. I'm so grateful, you know, to be a voice for God, and even if it's in a small capacity. Because I want to love people to life, and I want to see us grow together. You know, anything I preach, you all know, you heard me say this before, I first let it resonate in me. Because I've got to walk it like you. I've got to talk it like you, and I've got to be on assignment like you. So I'm just so excited. I woke up this morning, and I honestly felt like, you know, you might have heard this saying, a cat with a mouse in its mouth and in each paw. I tell you, I wanted to preach Genesis to Revelation. I mean, I preached myself silly in bed last night. Hola, like, Bashandai. I get to speak tomorrow the word of life. Oh, amen. Amen. But this morning, I want to bring you a word that I would just categorize it as a supernatural shift. Come on, I want hands all over this house to show me if you're ready for a supernatural. Come on, if your hands aren't raised, you know, you better start raising them for Jesus. Amen. But um, we need a shifting. And I'm going to take this bracelet off because I keep clanging it on this. But, you know, I want a shifting, and I have good news to you. I want to read something out of Matthew 19, 26. And this is what it says. You know, sometimes we read the word, amen, and what happens when we read the word, we just read it. And we just think, oh, I've heard that before. But this is so powerful. It says, with men, with men, it's impossible. Come on, somebody. I'm, I, I, like, I like shouts. God says, shout, shout, and I love to shout. But you don't have to shout me on everything, but you know what I'm saying. But with men, it's impossible, but not with God. Amen. So what's with God? Come on, say it louder. All things are possible with our Father. And that's what I want to declare to you in the supernatural. I'm going to build a little foundation, which is not easy for me, because you all know I'm an exhorter, and I'll just rabbit trail every which direction. So if I don't have my notes in front of me, I don't know what will happen. So anyway, but this morning when I got up, I really felt that God resonated something in my spirit, and it was that there are some of you are here today because you want to put an end to this season. You've been walking around, you know, Mount Zion too long. Some of you need to just, you, you got to say sometimes, you know what, i got to end a thing. You know, there's always a beginning and an ending, even with God, amen? And so we gotta, we got to stop marching in place. I don't want to be a marcher where I'm walking in a circle. I want to march forward. You know, I was thinking about that scripture, and this is kind of off my notes, but I was thinking that about Jesus, our God. Jesus, God is the Alpha and the Omega. That's what he is. He's the beginning and the end. And I want to say to you today as, as his children that that's how he sees you. He sees a beginning and he sees an end. You see, he don't see all this gray matter that you're going through today. I mean, not that he don't see it, but he don't care. 
Because in shifting, you've got to have the, the same personality that God has for the beginning and the end. Because otherwise, if all you get caught up in is the middle part, that's where you get stuck. And God cannot shift you if you're stuck in the middle. You're going to be, and then you're going to dig a hole deeper and deeper, and your feet's going to be in cement. But you know, God says that you're here at the right time at the right place. Because I know that God sent some of you in for this very message. Not that the messages aren't powerful here, because every service are powerful. You know that. But you know, there's a time and a season. You know, there's a time and a season. And that's what I love about God. Because when I'm going through things, and I do go through things. Listen, family, I go through battles too. And so when I, there's that pivotal moment with the Holy Spirit. I mean, there's that pivotal moment when I, like, I'm just desperate and I'm calling out to God and I just feel like there's a ceiling. I'm like, God, where are you? This needs to be done. And all of a sudden, just like that, something will come my way because that's how God is. He doesn't forsake us. He never leads us astray. He never wants us to look back. Come on, somebody. Somebody this morning needs to hear that. You better put your hand to the plow and stop looking backwards. You ain't going, you don't get very far doing this. Because see, those steps are coming up. Yeah? We got to march forward. And that's, and that's what I like to do, and I want you to do this too. So, you know, y'all showed me, y'all showed me by hands that you want it. Now, can I speak freely? Are we a weak, anemic church? Are we powerful? Are you mature enough to hear it? Yeah? Okay. Woo! I'm, I'm talking about the raw truth about ourselves. Now remember, I'm in this too. Sometimes we think we could preach at you, but I'm telling you something. I'm telling you from life experiences what I have to deal with, okay? So we all are in this together, just like that little phrase today. We're all in this together, only this time we got the victory, amen? So God is wanting to mature his house. He's wanting to mature us. How do we get mature if we keep doing things the same way? Thinking the same thoughts, acting on the same deeds. We can't further, and I'll tell you something, with God, you know what dominoes are. You ever seen those, they line them all up? All it takes is this, and they all come crumbling down. Now watch this. Shifting is not just for you. Shifting's not just for me. It's for the kingdom. Shifting is that uh, if Satan can keep you bound, family, and keep you worrying about you, your needs, your problems, money problems, all this, and we're going to talk about some other good stuff, but I'm telling you, if we say bound in that circle, all we're doing is marching and marching in, in place. Th the reason God wants a shift in you and me is for him. Amen. It's for the Father. It's for kingdom business. It's for Jehovah God. Amen. He wants us to be a, a nation that reaches out one to another and, and sees the needs of others. My deepest, my deepest time back in the day that I went through things, you know how I came out of it? You know how the shifting happened? We're going to talk about that. But the shifting happened because I learned out of my own need to give. You see, being on the phone, girls, ain't going to change you. You got to be on the phone line to heaven. You got to call on the name of Jesus, you know, and we all have to do that. And that's for men, too. I don't know if men do that, but okay, here it goes. <clears throat> Hebrew 12, 12 says this. Take, oh, it talks about, I'm going to do it first in the King James Version. It talks about your hands being hung low. 
But then I, I looked it up in another version last night in the NLT, and it says this. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. This is where, listen to me, family. This is where the anointing on the inside of you kicks in. This is where you take a stand and you tell Satan, enough is enough. You know, it's those little foxes that spoil the vines. It's those little, I mean, major things happen, but it's those little foxes that spoil the vine. They come in every day like clockwork. Uh, you can wake up, oh, Jesus, I'm on fire today. I got a good word. I just listened to Stephen Furtick. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And I'm on fire. You walk out the door, the enemy hits you. So where's your stand? We got to take a stand. You know, we got to press in the, through the loophole. See, the, the, the hole gets smaller when we don't deal with it. A prophet once told my husband, what you don't deal with will deal with you. Now, he wasn't talking about just little natural things. He's talking about spiritual things. See, Satan don't care where you're at today. He only cares when you walk in the victory. But we don't have to fear because what a man soweth that also shall he reap. So whatever we do for the kingdom, Satan can't touch you. See, he can try, but he's of no effect. That's what I love. I mean, the word of God is kryptonite to the enemy. Come on. Oh, I'm fading. You know, I'm telling you the truth. The word of God sets him in his place, and I love this. So we got to stand up and say enough is enough. we got to press through. Then what we have to do, see, there's, um, I always teach that God is an if-then God. And what I mean by that, the sacrifice has been paid. You can't earn salvation. Come on, somebody. Better amen. Am I telling you the truth? The blood covered that. But then there's another type of law, which is God's law. Not man's law, not Moses' law, but God's law. And he lays out this perfect treasure map for us. And one of the things he did is he said, activate yourself. Yes. My goodness, we got to activate ourselves. Listen to 2 Timothy 1.6. And this was really cool. I kind of underlined it and highlighted it. It says, therefore, I remind you. Point to yourself and say me. me. Now, I want you to see that. Therefore, now here, here Timothy is. He's saying something to you by the unction of the Holy Spirit. God give him this unction. Everything in the Bible is the unction of God. Amen. So here he says here, therefore I remind you. Now watch this. He's talking about you right now. Stir the gift of God which is in you. This portion he's speaking to you, you have to do it. See, if then. Okay, church. He's saying, okay, church, here's the deal. You have to do this. You want to get through that knot hole. You want supernatural manifestations in your life. Then you got to stir the gift that's on the inside of you. And he also goes on saying, by the laying on of hands. You see, you got two hands. You can't always get to the church. You can't always get to your BFF. You can't always get to your husband, your friend, your, whoever, the next people on the block that are Christian. But God, Paul, or Timothy says, you stir up the gifts by the laying on of hands. And those gifts activate the spirit man on the inside of you. It's like, ye hey, listen, it's like yeast to bread. I made bread once without yeast. It was a doorstop. <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, I would have broke a toe if I'd have kicked it. I forgot the yeast. So it, the, it yeast activates. So when you stir your man, if, if Timothy says, I have to do this, 
right? Or you have to do this. Now watch the next verse. I love this. It goes on to say, now watch this. He goes on to say, through the laying of my own hands, I just said that, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. But let me backtrack this because I skimmed over it too fast. Then he goes on to say, and then it goes on to say, laying of my own hands. So first he says, you lay hands. Who did he say lay hands on? Yourself. Then he goes on and he's telling you, I do this. I'm, 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 you know, I'm Timothy. I'm in the Bible. But yet I have to walk the same walk you walk. I have to talk. If I want to see things activated in my life, then there's a process to the means. And the end does justify the means. Thank you, Jesus. That's just how God works in that type of that, uh, that anointing. But I wrote down here. Now watch this. I wrote the spirit of fear. You know, there's natural fear. You don't go out in the street. You know, you don't. There's certain that you ain't gonna touch a hot pan unless you have problems. You all know what I mean. I don't. Mean, you just don't. But the spirit of fear is a, a um, an assignment by the enemy. And some today that can't get through the knothole into the supernatural, there's always, now listen to me, there's always attached a spirit of fear to our next move. Always. I mean, I mean, if there's everything, anything that's ever been attached in life, fear always accompanies the next move. Always. Always, always, always. And none of us are exempt of it. So we see 2 Timothy 1.6 6, 6 says, fear is always, uh, no, when your hands are hanging low, always lay your hands upon yourself. Timothy said this, he has not given us a spirit of fear. So watch this. I like this. I looked, I tied the two things in. God has not given us a spirit of fear, right? Now watch this. So how do we battle? See, he's telling us, don't try to do this in your own strength. See, as your hands are hanging low, there's something we got to do. If you come in here today and, you know, I love you all and, and listen, I will cry with you. I will pet you and tell you, baby, everything's going to be okay. You know, I will do that. But the truth of the matter, that's not going to get you through the knot hole. The knot hole, you're going you, to be greased like a pig getting through that knot hole if you do it God's way. Or you're going to be stuck in the middle. And that's what I'm talking about. That gray area is the middle. But we've got to learn to get to that position where, listen, that we can have people pray for us, and we will and we shall. So please don't feel if you need prayer that my message has anything to do with the laying on of hands because that's our responsibility. The pastors and elders lay hands on the sick, so that's a given, so don't go there, okay? But what I'm saying, you don't always have that opportunity, family. we got to stand on our own two feet, and we got to warfare for ourselves. You see what I'm saying? Because there's nobody can do it like you, and there ain't nobody like Jesus. You and Jesus, you know, you got it together. You know, I think about that scripture. It talks about the power of agreement. Well, let me tell you something. There's no greater power than agreement than greeting with the word of God. Amen. Come on, somebody. Woo! Say amen. amen. Then we look at this. <clears throat> Luke, Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I give you authority. Then it makes me think of this. Okay, what kind of authority do we need? Well, Who's our, who, 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 represents, who represents before us? Jesus. Jesus is always the one that we look to. He's the author and the finish of our faith. So we attach ourselves with the word of God to no more, no less than what Jesus did. When the enemy came to him, what did he say? He didn't say, oh, poor me. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. Or try to, you know, talk his way out of something. He said this. Three words. It is written. 
It is written. You see, we don't have to defend ourselves. We don't have to be in a position family where we're always trying to make even excuses for ourselves. There's so much of the body of Christ today, they just, we want to run from excuse to excuse. Why? How come? Poor me. You know, I don't, I, everything's going wrong with me. I'm going to go eat worms out of the backyard. <laughs> I'm, I, I've stooped that low to garden eating of worms. So what we have to do is do what God said. Jesus said to Satan, no problem. It is written. written. I do what my father says. And so we got to apply ourselves to the written word of God. Without it, honestly, we're lost. The supernatural is never going to happen. You can bark it. You can want it. You can cry until snot comes out your nose. But I'm telling you something. Unless you start applying it, you know, and I'm going to tell you something because I'm going to talk a little bit. I have not been exempt from snot in the carpet. I've cried myself silly. I've prophesied. I've done so much in my, my time, you know, trying to manufacture something. But guess what? Unless God is in a thing, it's not right. God has got to be in it because then you're in a partnership. You're in a partnership. So God says he's given us the keys of all supernatural ability. Isn't that great? The supernatural, here's what, here's what happened. The supernatural is so amazing because once we get to a place where all we can do is trust in the Lord with all of our heart, lean not to his own understanding. I, I won't sing it, but I could. It wouldn't be very pleasant, but it would happen. But I'm going to tell you something. When we get to that position, what happens is, watch, we hear the still, small voice of God. The church is at a place we're running to and fro and up and down and in and out. If I could just get there, I'd be free. If I could just do that, I know if I, I, I could get over there, that prophesying church over there, you know what? God's going to do something for me. No. No. It's your personal relationship that gets you through. It's reaching out, touching someone, and loving them to life. It's a, it's a whole nother, and listen, it's the best thing you can ever do. When you feel sorry for yourself, and I feel sorry for myself, oh, I look. I'm like Jesus. God says he looks to and fro for those that will be faithful. And I'm like, can I meet somebody at the public grocery store today? I look for, for victims that need to be unvictimized. And I wish I had more opportunity to that because I, that's my passion is to love somebody to life because to get the shifting, if you're not witnessing and you're not bringing people to this oasis, I'm going to tell you something. Not only are you missing out because what a man sows that also reap. When you put the house of God first, then I'm going to tell you something. The blessings will overtake you. It's not the pastor's job. It's not the elder's job. It's our job to go to the world, the byway, highways and byways, and what compel them to come in. Then once they do, you know what our job is? Discipleship. Oh, what you need today, sister. You know, I know you're going through something. The Bible says we can do all things. See, we educate Christian education to help other people and love them to life. Some need a little more. Some need a little less. But I'll tell you something, you may, you may be nurturing the very prophet, evangelist, teacher, and on and on. See, you, we've got to reach out and touch somebody. We can no longer be self-centered, church. Amen? 
I mean, I'm telling you. So this is what supernatural is all about. I love it. Now, the natural keys are, you know, they open doors. Amen. You got the key to your car. You got the key to your house. Sometimes there are a lot of keys on there. But, you know, but the keys that open up the spiritual realm, the keys to the suddenly is no secret. Now, watch this. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. Christ what? That gives me strength. That's that anointing. That's that power. Supernatural shifting is all about the power that resides in us. You see, God didn't just equip us to just go home and watch Little House on the Prairie. All you young people don't even know what that is. What the heck is Little House on the Prairie? <laughs> but, the, but the key to receive is Christ has the answer. He, it's, watch this. We, we can't wait for the supernatural, but it has to come through Jesus Christ. And we can do all things through him. Otherwise, it's a switch. I can do all things through me. Now, you really believe that? I've tried it. I, try, I mean, my life, my life can be spinning out of control, and I've tried to do the natural means to bring it back throughout my life. And I'm going to tell you something. All I do is stay in a spin. It's like those things that you spin, those tops. That's what your life is like. And if you're here today and that happens, you've got you to gotta get a true foundation. And that true foundation is the rock of Christ. Amen. You see, the true foundation is the real deal. You know, the world, the world, the world wants to do one thing, is to seduce you to lethargy. The world through television and the world through the media and the world through all these situations, it's a seducing spirit by Satan. Actually, you know, some of us can maybe handle the news for a minute, but you better turn that TV off and get on some praise and worship music because you will begin to believe the big lie. The Bible says that Satan is a liar, amen, and what? Anybody know? Yeah, come on, louder. The father of all lies. He's a seducer. He will, he will make you think things that are lies into truth. He will begin to set up circumstances in your heart and in your life, listen to me, to seduce you, to get you out of the supernatural, to pull you from your church, to pull you into heartache, to pull you into situations until he finally says, oh, that person, I got him just where we want filled with lethargy. The, the giant has to come alive on the inside of us. Like Timothy said, lay hands on yourself and do what? Stir up the Holy Ghost. This is how I feel. We can't deny what we feel, can we? I mean, I, I, I could go into not suck on my thumb or get down, you know, whatever. But I'm going to tell you something. Reality, there's only one reality, and that's the word. There's only one reality, and that's his anointing. The anointing is what breaks the lethargy, and we all get there. Listen, you think I'm not capable of lethargy? You're wrong. I have to fight the good fight too. I have to call those things, <clears throat> excuse me, as though they were when they're not. I have to stand and reckon with my Holy Spirit about a lot of things that Gloria Pruitt would like in her life. But God says, no. Or God says, yes. You know, so there's, there's things in our life. But if you don't let God deal with you in all the facets that you're going through today. You know, if you're insecure, we have to deal with it. 
If you're hurting, you have to deal with it. If you've had marriage problems, you have to deal with it. I mean, there's things that we have to deal with. I mean, we don't need, I mean, I'm not against classes, but we don't need, mature Christians don't need to go to every class known to man if you're not putting the principle into action. If you're not being a doer of the word, and all you do is, and we sit back and have a pity party, well, what good is that? How are we going to grow? Everything that we do, family, in life is a next level of growth, spiritual growth. Amen? So listen to this wonderful, wonderful um, scripture in Matthew 6. What is it? Oh, I can't see it. Oh, I love it. 633. Now, I want you to hear it. It's one you know. You've heard it. Uh, if you've been saved a year, you've probably heard it so many times. But listen to this. <clears throat> but first you seek. But first you seek. What are, we what are we seeking here, family? Watch. The kingdom of God and his righteousness. The church has been lulled to sleep to think that we can live the way they want. We can't. Grace is wonderful, but grace don't negate God's law of living righteous. Again, that has nothing to do with us being saved. But I'm going to tell you the way I read my Bible, I'd be very cautious. I'd be very cautious to think I could continue to live in a way that wasn't pleasing to God. It's when you know, the Bible says, to him that knoweth to do good and does not, to him it is sin. So I remember one time, I'll just use a quick analogy, it has nothing to do with that, but uh, I was painting my, I think it was my daughter's uh, bedroom, and the Lord says, I'm calling you to full-time ministry one day, and I went, ha da da dee 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 I'm like, I don't hear that. I don't want that. I'm happy with my life. And that was years before. So that's the same way it is in every facet of our life. You know, we've got to be applicable to the word of God and do what he wants us to do. So I could close my ears just like anybody here that you know you're supposed to do something and you know that God's not favorable. It's against his word. Don't plug up your ears. Because the same way that I did mine, guess who's preaching today? See, you can't, you can't trick God. And who wants to, right? There's something special. And watch, everything you do, remember the domino effect? Here you are, I love Jesus, but I'm in the bar. I love Jesus, but I'm out doing this. I love Jesus, but little Mary Jane with, with my lost friends. What witness? What witness? We got to be a witness to man. Amen? Amen. We got to be. So, okay, so we see that all these things, and then I'll go seek the kingdom of God and righteousness. Then watch this. All these things will be. Come on, louder. Woo! We like the multiplication. See, when we. Seek the kingdom of God first in his righteousness. There's always multiplication. But otherwise, subtraction, subtractions. We wake up, we feel unhappy. We don't have peace. You know, we don't have anything. <clears throat> so, greater is he, this scripture in 1 Corinthians 3.16. Now watch. The word says, greater is he that is in you. You know the Bible says that you are not of your own. If you're born again and you accepted Jesus today, there's, a, there's, a, there's something going in on the inside of you and it's called the temple. You have the temple. Jesus is everywhere you are. Everywhere. 
He's always there. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He's on the inside. But he says, greater is he that is in you. Bam. Right, I mean, that's a mouthful. Than he that what is in the world. So we know we have an advocate. I mean, not an advocate. We have an enemy. And he's called Satan. And he's, he's looking. He's walking the earth looking for those that he can pull into his kingdom. But we just say, no, <laughs> no, the forces were greater. So how can we lose? You know, God doesn't look at people to be losers. When he designed you before the foundation, you see, you were in the heart of God before the world ever existed. So if, now watch this. He sees you and he designed you for you. Sometimes we want to be somebody else. Sometimes we think, well, well, if I could just walk in their shoes, I wish I had, you know, this other personality. No, no. Every person in here is a personal, spiritual, I would say, thumbprint. The thumbprint of the Holy Ghost. Because he designed you and equipped you for you so you could be effective and activate yourself and others through your anointing. Isn't that exciting? Well, you know, sometimes when we see preachers and they're preaching, we have, man, I wish I had that fire, but that's not true. Fire don't come automatic to preachers. We have to fight the good fight, baby. We have to say, Jesus! Woo! Like, what's the blind man, Bar Bartimaeus? He climbed that sycamore tree. Jesus! They said, come on down from there, you mouse, or whatever. I'm making that up. And he said, Jesus! The Bible said, he got louder, Jesus! You think he was going to negate his Jesus with that anointing? He wanted something from God. We should want, we should position ourselves to, to, for the victory. Before you got here today, you should have been <clears throat> praying over this service. You should have been praying over the anointing to break bonds off of you and, all, and the church. We got the power. We are the church. It's not the four walls. We got the power of God in us. We have to be effective. We have to activate ourselves. We just can no longer slumber, people. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get up and do something. Amen. He gives us those suddenlies because we're talking about supernatural uh, suddenlies as well as the supernatural. <clears throat> what was that again? <laughs> but anyway, he gives us the supernatural. Okay. And what happens is this: it's for others. It's for the world to see him. The world has not seen Jesus in a long time because we have let our guards down. We have turned into being like the world. See, we can't, we can't change people if we're like them. They'll say, uh, who are you? They'll be like the, the demons that said, I know Paul and I know Simon, but who in the heck are you? See, if we don't come in and love and demonstrate who Jesus is, every blessing you get is designed for the heartbeat of the Father. Because when we reach out of our own need and love, like I just said, I'm going to tell you something, the Father gets honor. It shows, oh my God. Just say you meet somebody in a grocery store and they say something to you like, people talk to me all the time, I don't always like it. Because I have something about this, like, tell me your life. No. <laughs> I'm trying to buy my hamburger, please, you know. But the truth of the matter, people will gravitate to anointing. And if, if you're strong in a certain anointing, they'll begin to tell you everything. That's our opportunity because when we do this, God is getting glory. You want God to get the glory? Then we got to wake up, right, and not be the same as we was yesterday. Amen? 
you know, I have to tell you, uh, I'm going to just talk about this for just a moment, and then I'm getting very close to being done. But um, for some of you that knew, I'm not going to go into my testimony because it's too long, and actually I have a lot of testimony. But years ago in the 90s, mid-90s, I got really sick. I mean, I was dying. And I, I'm always, if people know me, I'm the glass half full. But I went into the deep, deepest dark depression that I, I didn't even know existed. And I got down to like 83 pounds, and I was sick. And I was so <clears throat> overwhelmed with anxiety. I would, put, I would put on my clothes. I went to, never missed a church service. And fortunately enough, my face stayed the same. But my, I was like a, a Cambodian woman underneath. I was just a rack of bones. Couldn't even sit in the bathtub. I mean, it just ached my poor bones. And um, I would have out-of-the-body experiences. And I'm going to tell you something. This, uh, what I'm about to tell you, I'm going to tell you a, a, a beautiful testimony. So why am I saying this? Because my message is on the supernatural suddenlies. Sometimes we, we have misnomers. We think, well, a supernatural is a, a supernatural. It's going to happen right this second. I wish that was that case. Mine, now listen, it don't have to be, I'm not you, you're not me. But mine was like a year and a half of battle. But that's where I had to really get to that level and lay hands on myself and speak over myself. And, and you know, sometimes sickness is Satan assignments, you know. Sometimes we go through things and uh, we're, we love the Lord, we love the word, we're tithing, we're doing everything. But yet we still are walking in that vulnerable spot of being attacked because that's just, that's life. And Satan don't like us anyway, right? He wants us, he wants to take ownership of us. But... <clears throat> I remember Bishop took me away real quick, and I remember being in this hotel room, and it's probably about 3 o'clock in the morning, and the, we had like a pool uh, through our, our window. And I was looking at it, and I said, you know what, tonight, God, I'm not going to warfare. Tonight, I'm not going to call those things which be not as though they were. You know, if, I don't think you want me home because I still have much to do for your kingdom, but I'm just going to worship you. And I began just to pray in my spirit, and I just... I just loved him. And I'm going to tell you something. The Spirit of God entered that room in such a tangible position. I physically could feel the hand of God on me. And for 45 minutes, because I happened to have a clock, fire just went right through my whole body, went through my brain, it went through here. And I tell you something, I, after 45 minutes, I, here's what I said. I chuckled and I said, oh, my God, you're so awesome, God. You know, I'm, I'm, he I'm manifested. See, we're always healed. See, you're healed already. You just need your manifestation. And I, I was in that season, and that suddenly happened. Come on. The suddenly is going to happen for you. Father, I pray for Jennifer right now. We break off that assignment off of her body in the name of Jesus. You demonic force of infirmity, we curse you at the root. We speak life more abundantly. You go back to the pits of hell where you came from in the name of Jesus. No weapon can touch her body. She is a godly woman. She loves you, Jesus. She serves you. She is standing in your stead. This is your daughter, and we declare the victory. We stand in the power of God for the victory to come forth in the name of Jesus that suddenly to show up in the midnight hour in Jesus name we give you the glory we give you the praise we give you the honor we so in that room I'm telling you I went I got up and I'm like oh I mean I'm not gonna cry but you know when you go through things and it's so devastating 
And then the suddenly happens. It's so, you never get past that. Sometimes I'm just in my bedroom and I'm not even thinking anything. And I'll think of that night, that, that, that hotel experience. And I'm like, God, I'm so honored and blessed that you're my father. I'm so thankful that I have a covenant with the Holy One of Israel. I'm so thankful, Father God, that you not only activated me and, and whatever I was going through, God, I, you know, I really felt like I st stood the test. My only thing was, well, how come it's taking so long? But, you know, <laughs> how come? But the good news is I got it. And if you're here today and you're, whatever you're struggling with, you've got it. It's just gonna, it's just gonna be brought to fruition. So I want to encourage you. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare give in. Don't you dare stand back for Satan and go. Just we gotta fight the good fight of faith. Amen. So we gotta take our ownership of the Holy Spirit. So that night. You know, like I said, I woke up in that whole that room, and I'm forever happy. And then I think of one more story, which I looked up last night. You know, you think of the, remember the story, and this is just an analogy to sometimes it takes time, okay? The suddenlies aren't just, and they can be, they, there's many suddenlies. I've had the suddenlies, like right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. And so have you, I'm sure. But then the, think about the upper room when they all gathered in the book of Acts. And they began to pray in the Holy Ghost. And the Bible said for 10 days that, that they waited upon the Holy Ghost. And then the fire came down. And you know the very word in there is, and suddenly the Spirit of God entered that room with fire, tongues of fire upon that building. We actually was in that building twice when we went to Israel. It's, it's really small. It's not as big as you think. Houses, 120 but I'm telling you, you can get it in there. But I'm, I tell you what, God is in the suddenlies. So I want you to, to, to do that. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Now watch, with all of your heart. I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about your spirit heart. you got a spirit man that lives on the inside. That's where you got to get that what? That revelation. Say Revelation. And so I'm saying we cannot put a time limit on God. We just can't do it. we got to fight the good fight. And I'm, I'm done, I promise you. I'm going to be done. I'm going to finish. But I don't even know what time it is. Am I over or like a bunch? Okay, I'm done. Okay, so I told you Genesis to Revelation. But I'll just say this real quick. Your marriage, your health, your singleness, your job, your joy, your peace, don't get discouraged. Amen. And above all, remember what the book of Acts when they when they, they was there, God touched them. God, the fire of God came down. So if you all can stand to your feet this this beautiful day. Rosa, put your hands up, can you, for the next minute. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your resurrected power. We thank you, Father God, that you are a God of absolutes. I ask a blessing upon this house today. We take authority over every sickness, every disease, every marriage, every financial situation. We plead the blood of Jesus over their families, over their workplace. We thank you, God, that they're going to be blessed in the field. They're going to be blessed coming in. They're going to be blessed coming out. We take authority. Come on with me. Say, I bind you, Satan. Say, I bind you, Satan. Use your words. Say it. Say it. I bind you, Satan. I want to hear you. In the name of Jesus, loose my home.
loose my finances. Touch my body. Heal me of every disease. In the name of Jesus, I declare the peace of God that passes all understanding. Even in my situation, God, you are there. You're the midnight hour God. I receive it. Come on, give him a clap. Give him a shout. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. King of kings. Lord of lords, we praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to turn this over to Pastor Paul. How many love Pastor Paul? Yeah. <laughs>